Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you might be. I want to give a special shout out to my national, international, and my local fans and listeners. We are coming live from California. Transformation for Success is a live radio broadcast, and it's immediately downloaded in podcast format for iTunes, Roku, Stitcher, oh my gosh, Google Voice, and we want you to share with your friends and colleagues to download this show if they're not able to listen to live. I want to thank all of you for your support and for tuning in or downloading these shows every week. Well, today in the studio, I have Miss Sarah Griffiths, an amazing woman from England who, after a corporate career in sales and customer service, started her first business when she was 45 and is now an award-nominated businesswoman, author, speaker, and hypnotherapist. So Sarah overcame her childhood trauma and now uses this experience to help others overcome theirs. So I want you to help me welcome Sarah Griffiths from Australia to the show today. Be sure to have your friends download the show if they're not able to listen live. And those of you who are listening, you can feel free to call in your questions to Sarah at 1-888-346-9141. And I'm certain she'll answer your questions. So welcome, Sarah. I'm so delighted you could get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and be on this show. <laughs> welcome, Sarah. I'm so delighted you could be on the show today at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Hello. So, Sarah, That's first right. of all, <laughs> I'm just delighted that you're on the show and you have some story. So, tell us a little bit about uh, the trauma that did occur in your background that you overcame. Yeah, I suppose it's the interesting thing is that for a long time I didn't realize that it was trauma mm-hmm. and I didn't realize how it had affected me. Um, because I think sometimes we think of trauma in a very specific way. Um, yes. But now we're beginning to realize that trauma is actually things that affect you emotionally and psychologically in a major way when you're a child. Um, and I was actually subject to bullying at school um, that was, was quite intense and obviously it was ongoing um, and I couldn't escape from it. Um, and it, it totally affected um, how I saw myself as a person. Um, obviously, my self-confidence, my self-belief, um, and everything that I thought about myself um, to a degree that um, obviously all this occurred between about the age of 8 and 10. Um, and it affected me to the degree it affected me that most of my adult life um, until it got to, I got to the age of 45, uh, where I really just, I, I hated myself. I couldn't see a way forward. I couldn't live with myself any longer for what I thought I was. Um, and um, I nearly committed suicide. Wow. Um, so, and that, and this is, this is, this is the effect um, that trauma, that trauma has. 
uh, not just on me, but on many, many people, as, mm-hmm. uh, as I've realized through the work that I now do. What were they bullying you about? I, I kind of want to ask you that. Was it about, uh, you know, what kind of bullying, what kind of remarks did they make to you? And, and were you able to share it with the teachers or your mom? Yeah, so what happened, it was, I mean, it was, this is the interesting thing. It was nothing about me as a person. It wasn't anything that I could do anything about. It was actually because we were poor. So the family that I came from was, uh, we we just didn't have as much as the particular children that I was associated with in school. And um, yeah, they just, they they made something of that. So it wasn't anything that I could change or do anything about. Um, and yes, I did try and share it with my mum, but you have to remember this was, this was 1973 and <laughs> yeah. uh, we didn't, there weren't, yeah, there weren't the attitudes and things that there are today. Um, I was the eldest of four children. Obviously, my mum was very, very busy. And I remember when I tried to tell her and she kind of just said, oh, you know, you just need to find some other friends. Um, And this is one of the things about childhood trauma that children don't have options and choices, you know, about those kind of things. They can't change their environment, can't can't do things like that. And this is sometimes what we forget as adults. It's so true, Sarah. It is so true. Um, because I had a conversation with someone the other day, and I used the word that we're not victims, you know, we become victors. And she said, but when you're a child, you are a victim because you have no yes. way of, of fighting, fighting back. You, you have no way of defending yourself. So you are a victim. So I, I regret, you know, sort of I was saying as an adult, you know, you can overcome, which you did. But you took this on in your adult life, and how did it affect you in your adult life uh, regarding the choices, the decisions you made? Because you became quite successful. So what happened? Yeah, I, I, did, I did become successful, but, and to be honest, up until, I mean, even uh, uh, things have changed a lot for me since. I nearly committed suicide Um, and I've become more more successful since then Uh, but it's true that up until then I I still had a really good job and on the outside I looked fine you know I Mm -hmm. I seemed to have friends Um, I had relationships but but that was it's the veneer on the outside it's it's the covering up that we do um i i still hated myself um i felt as if i didn't deserve the good things that were happening to me i had extreme social anxiety uh where i was constantly second guessing myself um it was just that that lack of just that lack of self-belief and that lack of confidence um, and I, I, sab- I used to sabotage my relationships as well um, just by my own insecurities really uh, would have been very very difficult to be with I, I needed a lot of reassurance and I took things very personally you know so I was, I was very very insecure and uh, yeah just didn't like myself and it's it's very difficult to function in relationships and in the world when you don't like yourself. 
So true. So what was the pivotal moment? Was it the accident or the near, or, or, or what happened uh, that was a pivotal moment that led you to change? Yeah, so that that definitely was the pivotal moment for me. Um, I really had, I, I just like, I got suicidal because I, I couldn't change. I, I didn't realize the things I needed to do to change. And I didn't understand where all of this was coming from. I didn't understand it was due to the bullying in my past. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, it, it amazes me that so many people don't connect their past with their present behavior when it is absolutely what is responsible. Um, but because I nearly committed suicide and uh, I had a very near miss and uh, I'll, I'll just share, shall I, that I was going to, I was mm-hmm. going to um, kill myself by driving into a tree, uh, which was, I, I didn't want to take pills or anything like that. And I, um, I, it was a split second decision. I had 14 year old twins at the time. And in that split second, I just decided that if I did this, they would probably never recover. So I, I just narrowly swerved to miss the tree. And wow. really, it was when I was sitting there, when I was sitting there in the aftermath of it, it, it just, it was an absolute, it was a switch for me. It really, it really was. It was that massive aha moment where I just, I I still didn't know that this was all related to my past, but I just, I, I sat there and I said to myself, you have to get a grip. Uh-huh. Um, you're uh-huh. not that person. You never were that person and you're not going to be that person. You're going to get a grip and sort this out. And and really, it, it everything changed. I can't say everything changed in that I immediately liked myself. Uh-huh. Everything changed in that I set about a whole journey of personal and professional development and of understanding what was driving my thoughts and my behavior and and it was it was fascinating. It was it was an incredible journey. Wow. You know, that takes so much courage to to set about a journey into self. Wow, that sounds like the title of a good book. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> already had it. <laughs> journey into self. Wow. Yes. And, so, uh, and that, what do you think out of that helped you the most? Was it just defying, or getting Sarah and knowing who Sarah really is and coming to grips and coming to love you in spite of the flaws? In spite of yeah, look, I mean, it was a it was a very very difficult journey. This isn't your right. It takes courage. It's it's not an easy thing to do, for sure. Um, but at the the thing that helped me most was realizing that I am responsible for my life. That's really where I started. I started in realizing that I was responsible for how I responded to what had happened. Once I'd made that connection, I realized it was up to me. And when you, you see, you can, the thing is, uh-huh. when you're always blaming other people, you always have an excuse. You always have a reason. 
But when you accept the responsibility yourself for how you progress, for changing your future and for being different, suddenly there are no excuses because there's no one to blame because I've made sure that I'm responsible. So I have to change the outcome. I can't blame anyone else. That was a huge, huge revelation to me. And really, even to this day, mm-hmm. that understanding that I am responsible for everything, how everything turns out. I can't control everything that happens, but I can control how I respond to it. Therefore, I can control the end result. That, well, that, that is massive. That is admirable. It's laudable. And it's also in Stephen Covey's book talks about uh, freedom and the response. No matter what happens to you, you always have the option to choose the response. You choose the response, and you have certainly lived that, Sarah. What do you think were uh, the biggest barriers, and then I'll go on into your success, because you've been so successful, but what were the biggest barriers? Because you and I think listeners out there will say, well, that was her, but I, I didn't have bullying. I had, you know, sexual trauma. I had things happening to me. It wasn't, wasn't that easy for me to, to get through. So what were your biggest barriers? The biggest barrier was myself. Okay. That's, that's all I can... That, so, so, yes, I mean, everyone's situation is different. I'm just thinking about what you said here, about people are going to say, well, what happened to me was... And this goes back to what I was saying. Now, it's not as easy, and this is what I came to understand. It's not as easy as simply saying, oh, I'm responsible because there are psychological and emotional effects of any trauma, you know, whether it's sexual, whether it's physical or emotional, but you're responsible for getting the help that you need to overcome that. That's that's the thing. These days, everything is available to you to help you live the life that you want to live. And it really doesn't matter what has happened to you. Whatever you need is available mm-hmm. to you. And you can keep making excuses and you can keep saying, oh, and you, you know, you can get into victim mode almost, you know, where it's easier. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. It's easier to make the excuses um, and it's far easier to live with the negative than to try and overcome it. But everything is available. Well, I, I am just, you know, because I had a chance to meet you in person and you were on the television uh, show a few weeks ago. I, I mean, you don't, you look absolutely fabulous, number one. <laughs> You're a beautiful woman. Thank you. And, and, and uh, looking at you and thinking, here this woman is uh, most of her life, you know, thinking I'm not worthy, I'm not beautiful, I'm not this. And, uh, but to see you today... Uh, it's just absolutely a, a wonderful opportunity, and I hope people are going to see the television show because I'm going to really plug that. They get a chance to see you. And one of the most fascinating things is that, Sarah, what made you decide or how did you come about where you wanted to use your experiences to help people? And what was that all about in terms of the preparation 
uh, you know, because you're a hypnotherapist. You know, I talked about that. You've been in NLP, you're coaching, and you were a successful restaurateur as well with two famous restaurants. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So share just a little bit um, of the transformation. You've gone on your journey. Are you feeling very good about yourself? Did you start your business uh, while you were concurrently on the journey uh, discovering Sarah? Yeah, so and that and that's that's the whole point. That obviously you can't look at where someone got to, and just assume that it was easy. I mean, my my journey has been nine years, but the interesting thing is that as part of that journey, my first restaurant um, I started immediately after that almost suicide attempt, and I did it because I knew I needed something big. I needed something big to take me out of myself mm-hmm. um, where I had to be a different person. And when you do something like run a restaurant, which I hadn't ever done before, there's a lot of learning. There's a lot of, um, you know, I had to learn to manage other people all while I was learning to manage myself. You know, right. So I, I made the decision to do something big um, and really, it, it took a couple of years. I mean, it was very, very hard. I was doing all of that while I still didn't believe in myself. I didn't have confidence in myself. But it was the right thing to do. And this is the whole point. It was really, really hard. It was an incredible challenge. I was way out of my comfort zone. But that's where the growth is. That's where I learned about myself and about what I could do you see and this is what's important the things that are comfortable and safe don't teach us anything we can't stay there but Um, and really it just progressed gone well it really is so provocative it's very interesting and you're right get out of your comfort zone and that's where you start to grow but we're going to take a quick commercial break we're going to be right back with sarah's journey continuing on and what she's doing today to help people. Thank you for listening, and we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Moving forward can be difficult to do sometimes. There is always something going on. Many times, nobody else knows exactly what you're going through. If you are experiencing pain or loss, even something that is unexplained that is missing in your life, You'll want to tune into Go For It with host Joe Hausman. Joe and her guests will show you laughter and love. Sometimes you just need something a little positive in your week. Make that spot Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. 
Well, welcome back to the show today with my guest, Sarah Griffiths. And so if you're just tuning in, we're talking about healing, thriving, and surviving after sexual trauma. And Sarah has been sharing her transformational journey and how today, after many painful experiences and a journey with Sarah herself, exploring who is Sarah and helping to heal and thrive and how she's today helping other individuals. So, Sarah, tell us, after your painful experiences, you become a restaurateur, you become very famous, and you've got two restaurants, not one, but two. So, what do you do next that sort of pole vaults you into working with other people? Because you said, uh, before we went on break, that you worked with learning who Sarah is, working with who you are, and then now you're working with other people as well and managing them as well as managing yourself. So the next level, you go to become a hypnotherapist. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So tell us your experience. (laughs) Okay. So so that actually came from once I was running two businesses, I had, I have to say that was in, in year four, year four of my journey, I got mm-hmm. my second restaurant and you can imagine by then I was very, very confident. I had completely changed everything about myself. I really had. Um, and people could see it, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people started to come to me for coaching. They were asking me, well, how can I do what you did? Um, so I actually started um, personal and business coaching, mm-hmm. and when I was when I was actually doing that, um, I realised that my journey had been very long and very painful, mm-hmm. um, and I wanted to find a faster way for my clients. You know, I, I mm-hmm. realised the difficulties I was using and um, traditional coaching methods, neuro-linguistic programming, um, cognitive behavior therapy, those sorts of things. Um, And I just thought there has to be a faster way to help Mm -hmm. people. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was, so I started to search. I I looked for a faster way. And I honestly, I wish I had known what I know now, nine years ago. Um, But I found a methodology of deep relaxation, um, hypnosis, very specific techniques and tools um, called rapid transformation therapy um, that could rapidly, um, because of because of the way because of the way it's used, most people use hypnosis just to give positive reinforcement. This is very very different in the way it explores. Uh, past emotions, experiences, and perceptions, and allows you to change them. When you realize them, it allows you to change them. Um, so it's like an override of what mm-hmm. neuro-linguistic programming do. It cuts out the time because it's, it's instant. It's there. Um, and I started to use it. So I, well, sorry, I got trained in it first, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. I got pers- personally trained by Marissa Peer, who is one of the world's top therapists. Um, and now that is what I use. Um, and the reason I made the transition into trauma was obviously because of my own understanding of it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've done so much research and study and everything else. Um, but what I discovered was, it's funny, isn't it, how your calling finds you. 
I yes. didn't particularly <laughs> think that I would do this work. Um, but as soon as I'd finished my training, I had people come to me um, with addiction, depression, anxiety. Um, and what I realized very quickly was that um, a huge percentage of them, no matter what they came to me for, um, even physical symptoms and weight problems, they had abuse in their background, and mostly it was sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. So I was Uh ending up dealing with this just as it was coming up in the session. Um, And so I just decided um, to do further study and everything, um, and that this is the group of people that I would help but actually what, what happens, of course, I say that what I specialize in is um, sexual abuse, the trauma of uh-huh. sexual uh-huh. abuse. Um, because actually what it's, you... It's, it's all abuse. Because actually, I guess in your rapid transformational therapy uh, and hypnosis, you were looking at people who were coming as addicts and they had other maybe challenges. But when you begin to yes. look at the root cause... The root causes yep. were tied into some form of sexual abuse. That's very interesting. Awesome. That, yeah. It, it really is awesome because, I mean, you did not experience that sort of trauma. You had trauma in another form of the bullying. And then uh, it, it's yeah. absolutely amazing. And I think it's so inspiring that you do not have to be a person who has gone through a particular experience to be able to help people who have you had similar in terms of the self-defeating purposes not feeling good about yourself but to recognize that you could help people who had sexual abuse or that was the core root of it I find that so absolutely intriguing and it makes you unique in in your approach or techniques to help people one of, one of the questions I have too Sarah is that Many people sort of push back from making changes. How do you support them to make those necessary changes to be more successful in their lives? Oh, that's a really good question. And there's, um, I think the big thing about change is it's one mm-hmm. of the rules of the mind. See, the mind isn't as complicated as we think. And I can help people to understand Mm -hmm. that one of the rules of the mind is that whether it is serving you or not, the mind Mm -hmm. loves what is familiar. Your mind wants you to stick with what you know. Now, this is all to do with ancient DNA, where Mm -hmm. um, we lived in caves and there was danger around every corner, and the mind wanted you to stay where you were. This is actually where it goes back to Uh so even though our environment and our culture and the way we live has changed the way our mind functions hasn't so every time you try to make change um, your mind is your your amygdala which is um, what the the fear part of your brain the part that looks for safety acts in some way and it's getting people to understand that when you feel fear because of change, it's not necessarily that the change is wrong for you. It is simply a natural reaction of your mind to try and keep you where you are. And when, when you are working on your own trying to do these things and you feel fear, 
you, you, you think that it's because you need to not do that. And mm-hmm. when you work with someone like me, and I'm constantly telling you and educating you about what your fear is, that's what gets you over the hurdles. So I, I really educate people. I don't just, mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. here just running a program to help people overcome their trauma. I mm-hmm. really educate my clients about how the mind works. Right. Okay. That, that's part of what I do. So then they can do the work on their own. Yeah. And, you know, you hear more and more about the mind, how powerful the mind is, and you'll hear a new mindset. In, or you have to have a new mindset. If the old mindset is warped, so to speak, I hate using that word, but... Uh, not clear yeah. as so uh, and fear is one of the biggest things that we have and it's really interesting about fear I don't want to go into that but I want to segue into uh, you, what you do is so extraordinary but what is one of the most thrilling outcomes with a client or clients that you've experienced to date because these are these are typical chat times and People are going through challenging uh, experiences, to say the least. Yeah, one of the things we have to understand about sexual trauma is it creates, I mean, I'm talking, we were talking about fear, but mm-hmm. it creates a real fear within people about the outside world. Um, they've, they've learned not to trust and are very afraid often of their environment and of people and circumstances and situations that the rest of us wouldn't even think about. And it's illogical. You know, when they look around them, there's nothing to fear. But it's that inner trauma um, that just activates and they're afraid all the time. And I was recently working with um, a lady who was um, agoraphobic, um, as in she, could, she couldn't go outside mm-hmm, because she mm-hmm. was so scared. Um, and she actually hadn't been able to leave her home environment for a year. And wow. she'd tried mm-hmm. everything. She thought she'd tried everything. Um, and I was lucky she, she trusted me because I knew, I knew from the work that I do that I could show her that her fear was irrational and um, that I could help her over this. Mm-hmm. And um, she did one session with me. We did one session and when I went to do a coaching session with her the following week, she'd actually been out four times. Wow. That, so that was, is, absolute, yeah, that was, I mean, because agoraphobic, I mean, that is a hard one to crack. And you don't hear much about it. I'd like to maybe do a show on agoraphobic and agoraphobic uh, individuals because we don't hear much about that. We really don't. And, uh, and or talk no. about it. So, but you can but, see how when people are taught at a young age to be afraid of people, to not trust, and to be afraid of their environment, mm-hmm, their mm-hmm. home becomes a safe space. And what happens then, the mind takes hold of this um, and it, it, as if it's the only safe space, you know? But in right. hypnosis, there are things we can do to, to change. The, it's about interrupting that negative thought process and just bringing some some growth into the area that she felt was safe, you know. So it gave That's us really something to continue. Do, do you up. ever 
Do you ever find out, um, I mean, does it come out when you're counseling somebody who is agoraphobic, what actually was the root cause of it? Yes, that, that, that's the whole mm-hmm. point of the hypnosis. The hypnosis right, right, totally right. Mm-hmm. uncovers the root cause. That's, mm-hmm. that's what we do. And, th- and that's how we're able to change people's perceptions because they understand that this happened to them. You see, what happens is, When you were abused as a child, any abuse, physical, emotional, what happens is you you take on the feeling and the perception that you are vulnerable, that you are powerless, that you have no choice, that you can't make decisions, you're not important. All of these things become your blueprint. They literally become, literally you become immersed in these thoughts and feelings Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they don't change just because you become an adult. This is, this is what runs, this is what runs your actions and your thoughts. And this is what people take into their adult lives. And what we do with the hypnosis is we take them back to where they, I don't want to say we take them back into the event. I don't have to do that. But the interesting thing is they come up with all these feelings themselves and then I, I have tools and techniques um, where I get them to see that that's how they were as a child. That's not how they are as an adult. And that is what changes everything. They start to see themselves as an adult, not as a child. Mm-hmm. So you have to remember in anything that has affected us as a child, when we have the symptoms as an adult, what's presenting physically is an adult, but what's presenting emotionally is a hurting child. And the work that I do is literally uncovering, understanding, and healing that hurting child. You know, Sarah, I had a thought, <clears throat> and this is probably just rhetorical as we talk about it, but it seems to me that we have so much that happens to children and it happens in childhood that really warps Mm -hmm. them for adult life. Yeah. Is there something, uh, my thought, that we start to institute in parent training classes or on the, the end of with the parent and how to treat the child and or the impact of, I know there are different personalities and children are different, but should there be something that we think about in the larger scheme of things of in- integrating oh. this with parent training or parent orientation or having parent classes where we talk about oh. this? Oh, absolutely. I mean, for myself now with what I know, I would have parented completely differently. You know, as parents, too. we do the best <laughs> with who we are and what we know and you know it's it's so so difficult but it's amazing you know when I I see I talk to people and I see posts on Facebook and things about people who are in abusive relationships and they'll say oh but I'm staying for the children your children are witnessing this your children are Mm -hmm. learning Mm -hmm. how to treat people how to expect to be treated, how to talk to people. You know, there is no such thing as staying 
in an emotionally or physically abusive situation for the children. They are being damaged. The, the, the children that were in those situations are the adults that I'm treating today. Let's put it that way. And, you know? and some of the women um, who are marrying the adult men who never told things that happened to them. Oh. And so you've got domestic violence taking place because of some things that happened with that young man as a boy that he's never come to grips with. And consequently, Absolutely. It, it, yeah, it transfers itself into a marriage situation and maybe to his children. Um, so that it's, it just it's kind of, cycle. it's very interesting. But, but the point of it is there are people like you that, have gone through experiences, maybe not the same as those people that you're treating, but you can understand the emotions. And you have been able to bring yourself around to where you're helping individuals thrive and survive. So, Sarah, I I just want to take this, you know, time just to say thank you for the work that you're doing, um, because it takes time. And when we, after we come from break, I want to just explore, if we can, if you're able to share just a little bit about rapid transformation therapy, if you can kind of go into that a little bit. Is that possible? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, so that yeah. so that my, my listeners have a little bit of understanding of the rapid transformational therapy and that you don't have to necessarily be an inpatient. You can be an outpatient. No. As I, okay. So that's one of the yes, things. Yeah, I, absolutely. <laughs> I think people, uh, inquiring minds want to know. So listeners, I want you to stay tuned because we're going to be right back with Sarah Griffiths. And we're going to talk about rapid transformational therapy. So stay tuned. And thank you for listening. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at one 888 346-9141 That's 1-888-346-9141 You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com Now, back to this week's program. Well, thank you for joining me for my riveting discussion with my guest, Sarah Griffiths, who's sharing her transformational journey and some of the work she's doing to help individuals heal and thrive after experience, many of them, sexual violence. So, Sarah, before we went on break, we were going to talk about this rapid transformational therapy that you do. Okay. 
So share a little bit about it, whether I have to be an inpatient or an outpatient or how does it work? Share. No, it's honestly, it's it's so, so simple. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a, a deep relaxation technique, um, okay. a, a form of hypnosis. Mm-hmm. And I, I work virtually. So literally over oh. a conferencing platform. I, you know, oh. it's like Skype. But it's called uh-huh. Zoom. So uh, because I'm based in Australia and sometimes in the UK, and I work with people all over the world. So mm-hmm. you don't even mm-hmm. have to be you don't have to be present. I work over Zoom. Okay. Um, and it, literally, it's processes um, in a session where. Every session is bespoke anyway, so it's based on the client's needs and wants um, because everyone is different. So it's about, I work very closely. I have a very close connection with all of my clients. Um, And in the session, as I say, rapid transformation therapy, it's a particular set of tools and techniques that Mm -hmm. I apply um, in the hypnosis um, to to bring about a desired result. And, and really, it, it comes down to my understanding, you know, trauma affects mm-hmm. people in a way that is um, scientifically and psychologically understood. Okay, so it, it does mm-hmm. certain things to the body and the mind, and it's about fixing those things. It's about helping the client to understand why they are as they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sexual trauma is all about helping people feel safe, um, helping them release the guilt and shame, helping mm-hmm. them have loving relationships. Um, but it's uh, we can do this work with the rapid transformation therapy because all of this, uh, everything that you think, felt, and perceive about yourself is stored in your mm-hmm. subconscious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we can access it. So it's all about changing the negative beliefs and interrupting um, thought patterns, interrupting and changing thought patterns. So really, I'm always looking at what does my client Mm -hmm. believe normally Mm -hmm. about themselves or about Mm -hmm. someone else or the world Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. doesn't serve them and what do we need to change it to? Okay. How long are are the sessions? Uh, Let me preface this. How comfortable are people, um, your clients, with the Zoom conference? You can see them. They can see you. How how comfortable are they? Mm -hmm. Oh, they love it. People love it because they're in their own environment. Okay. People can sit in a chair. They can lie down Mm -hmm. on a sofa. They Mm -hmm. can be in a relaxing chair. As long Mm -hmm. as I can see and hear them and they can hear me. That uh-huh. you know, pe- no people love it because it's so comfortable for them, um, okay. and people get so relaxed. You know, they they really deeply relaxed. People love these sessions. Um, they have no idea um, what what they can experience until until they've done a session. It's it's not like anything else. People are so amazed at the. At what they can experience, the perceptions, the thoughts, you know, they can mm-hmm, access mm-hmm. memories that maybe let's say they had a distant memory 
And suddenly when we go into hypnosis, that memory becomes very clear. Mm-hmm. But what also becomes clear is what they were thinking and feeling at the time. Okay. How long? Are, how long are the sessions? Are, are they? Are, I mean, are they one, two, or three? Or you don't have a limit to the sessions? No, I don't. Now, a session itself is ninety to one hundred and twenty nine hour and a half to two hours. Normally, mm-hmm. is the work that we do. Um, I I don't like to do a one off session. I always mm-hmm. do a thirty minute free consult beforehand to make okay. sure my client understands everything and also that I can help them I won't work with someone I can't help mm-hmm. um, okay. or I don't think I can help um, but yeah, I can help almost anyone but some people just aren't ready some people just don't have the right attitude or the right mindset to do mm-hmm. it so um, I'll try okay. and work with them on that okay. so yeah so a session is 90 to 120 minutes um, for for trauma, um, I like people to do my a program with me, twelve to eighteen weeks. Oh, okay, uh, that's what I was looking for. Rapid. The time, uh, yeah, twelve to eighteen it, weeks. Okay, that's what I was looking for. To- total, yeah, uh, possibly. And then if they yeah. need more, they they sign up for more. Is that it? Yeah. If they yeah, want the more, rapid trans- rapid transformation therapy. I mean, quite often people will get a big shift in the first session. Always. Always, okay. I don't care if they've done years of therapy. Um, you know, I get people come to me who've done years of talk therapy and not got anywhere. Um, and of course, this applies for all mental health issues as well. There might be people who haven't had right. or don't think they've right. had trauma. But right. often people don't realize what has caused their mental health. Um, so, but it, it works for all mental health issues. So they'll get a big shift in the first session. Um, I, I, depending on what we think the client needs, I, I do a set of three sessions, which is normally okay if it's just basic weight loss and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I, I do coaching. I do coaching in between. So they get an awful lot of support, a lot of my time. And I'm all about educating my clients. I'm not, ju- as I said, I'm not just there to do the session and then they don't get anything until the next session. Um, I teach them a lot of things about how they can work on change in between. That's really well, what, that's I the just difference wanna with me as well. Thank you. Sarah, I just want to thank you. I just Your method is extraordinary, and you have shared with the listeners today, and I'm sure they understand that your real passion is helping people so they can heal and move on and live rich, fulfilling lives and feel safe, overcome that guilt, and take back control. I want to thank you for really getting in depth with your own experiences, but more importantly, your why, your purpose, and a little bit about rapid transformational therapy. You know, the world needs to hear more and understand so much more about trauma, not only just sexual trauma, but any kind of trauma, because usually it's it's just normally swept under the rug. So... I'm glad we had this discussion today so that we can help many of the individuals out there who may have had abuse in their background, which actually you have shared in many cases is the root cause of resulting mental health 
issues. So, Sarah, I want to thank you for sharing and caring. And I want to see more about you and hear more about what you're doing. So we're going to keep in touch. And listeners, you can see her on TransformationSuccessTV.com and view her on my upcoming show, The Total Woman Show. It will be up in three weeks. We'll have plenty of announcements for you to see Miss Sarah Griffiths. I want you to know that she'll make you feel better. And sometimes when you don't even know where to turn, there is help. And I'm going to close the show by saying this. I had this for all you men out there. Men get depression. Men get anxiety. Men get suicidal thoughts. Men get mental illness. Maybe instead of saying man up, we're saying it's okay to talk about it. So if you want to contact Sarah and learn more about her techniques, I want you to visit her website, which is www.sallyg.com. Again, that's www.sally, S-A-L-L-Y, lowercase, all lowercase, sallyg.com. So I want to thank all of you today for listening to the show. Sarah, any last words from you, my dear? No, I I love what you said about men. I think that's so important that we stop telling men to just man up because the body and mind doesn't work like that. That's that's the worst thing we can do. We as women, we will be so much happier if if our men um, start to kind of if we start to support them. If if yes. we if we start to accept that they need the same kind they of need. help and support they that do. we do, because when they're at their best, we get the best of them. Yes, we do. And I want to thank all of you. And Sarah, again, I want to thank you. And again, if you want to contact her and learn more about her techniques, visit our website, www.shallyg.com. Again, Sarah, I can't thank you enough. So listeners, that's all for the show today we have. And I want you to be sure to tune in next week. We have another great show for you with the dynamic Tanya Kersey, known as the filmmaker, success mentor, and founder of the Hollywood Black Film Festival. So you want to hear her transformational journey. So this is Dr. Barbara Young and Sarah. Let's say goodbye, Sarah from Australia, who got up at 3 a.m. to be on the show. Thank you again, Sarah. And to all of you listeners out there, we love you. We love you. Have a very blessed week. And thank you for, again, for listening to the Transformation Success Show. This is Dr. Barbara Young signing off until next week. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for our replay every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an outstanding week.